What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 200. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon merch shop, my pot weekend, making pot brownies, PS5 pre-order, next-gen video games, mob movies, TV shows, Supreme Court stuff, fact-checking, Tesla politics, dashing, groceries, lunch meat, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo what up uh 200 something like that and we're gonna call snappy in one second he's still in quarantine it's kind of a bummer he's in quarantine for episode 200 with all the festivities and um there aren't any by the way and uh so we'll give him a call but first Patreon.com slash podcastmo. Um, you should go there, give us any amount of money. If you're someone who's listened like all the episodes, you know, I feel like we've earned your dollar. So just consider it. Of course, you're more than welcome to be a free listener. That's also awesome. Um, but you could be also, like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall Darmanisha Bear, or Pow Wow, uh, be a co producer, be responsible for the success and awesomeness of this podcast. I will say shame on my mother because uh, her and my dad did not want to come on the podcast. And uh, so, yeah, that that didn't happen. Y'all, y'all figure that out. And um, all right. You can also have, we have a merch shop. I would uh, recommend a merch shop visit. See if any of the shirts catch your eye. Just the logo of this podcast. There's also a music spinoff one. Um, both very cool. I need to get a music spinoff one. I don't own one of those. So that might be something I get uh, here pretty soon. But. All right, let's give Snappy a call. Fucking 200. Uh, and that's after the whole you and Pow Wow deal? Yeah, yeah. This uh, There was 39 of me and Pow Wow. There's been 41 music ones. There's been uh, nine best of music ones. Four producer ones. And then now 200 of the normal ones. Damn. Hell yeah. So, anyway, we'll quit any time now, and uh, I'll feel like we at least did enough to give it a, a good, honest shot. Not that we're going to quit any necessarily, but if it happened, you know. We can't say we didn't try is what I'm saying. I know. We're down to, like, fucking 28 listeners a week or some shit. Yeah, we've been dropping some, you know, but that's cool. It just makes the ones that stick around worth it even more. Yeah. Um, so this week I had, uh, a fairly decent, I mean, not like a, a great week, but I had a lot of shit happen, uh, over the weekend. So I'll at least talk about that. My first marijuana plant was ready to harvest, you know, so that was basically, I've seen that. I... go ahead. I, th- I was just saying, I've seen that on the discord. Yeah. And, um, really what happened to start off my day, it was the worst shit ever. This was on Saturday. My parents came up, or my parents came up Saturday. Uh, and then on Sunday, I went out to look at my plants to see, like, you know, hey, um, is the one that was closer to my house? Because it looked, you know, more ready. I was trying to see if it was done. I was taking some pictures of it. And a squirrel was on the fence. And Nymeria fucking darted and ran over both my marijuana plants. And the first one the one I harvested that was done, it's short enough because it's a short, bushy one that it didn't really do any damage. But the big fucking huge one, she just fucking Goldberg speared and just snapped the fucking thing in half, you know, the main stock, and I was fucking pissed. And I tried to doctor it up and put it back together with duct tape, but everything above where she, you know, clean snapped it was dead. So I, I could not save it. Um, oh, no. But I went ahead and harvested it. It's just early. I looked it up, and it just might be a little, you know, more heady, a little less body. It might not be good at all, right. but we'll see. You know, I got to be messing with it. But we, I have four branches left on it, which was the third biggest one. So it's still pretty big. It looks like it has more bud on it than the whole other plant that I harvested. And then there's these three little ones that, you know, have some stuff on it. So it still has a couple weeks, I think. So we're going to see, you know, I'll salvage something off of that plant. But, man, it fucking sucked. You know, I lost probably 70% of the plant. 
Um, Damn. And it was huge. It was like all huge and the buds were huge. So I was like, fuck, that one was my pride and joy. So I wanted to get rid of my dog. Um, not, you know, Koopy kept thinking I was joking and I was maybe 1%, but the rest of me was like, yeah, we could just get rid of that dog right now. Fucking. Oh, damn. I was very, very upset. Um, but yeah, so I harvested the other one to kind of cheer me up and, uh, then try to save what I could, like I said, of the dead one. And, uh, it went okay. Uh, I'm on the fourth day of drying and it felt like from what I've looked up, you know, if you can break off the small ones with your hand, you know, like the little stems snapped and you're ready to put them in the jar. So I moved them to the jars for curing. Um, so now I'm trying to do the minimum of two weeks waiting curing and uh, we'll see where we're at. But uh, right. it's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting at the moment. Hell yeah. How often are you burping them? Uh, well, I just uh, jarred them up today. But honestly, oh, okay. yeah, I was going to just do it the once a day. And then I heard, you know, if it's real moist, you would do it twice. They're really fucking dry. Like, I thought I should put them in the jar yesterday. But the stems were still bendy. Like, when I went to go break them, you know, they would just bend. And they were like, well, if it's bendy, right. don't. But I was like, fuck, I don't know. These buds seem pretty dry. So, but I was just following my God, you know, and then I'll live and learn, I guess here. But, uh, I did take all my trimmings, you know, all my sugar leaves and uh, a couple of the buds I accidentally nicked off when I was trimming them and I made some brownies. Well, I made some can of butter and then I made brownies with that. And, uh, that was also another fun experiment I had. So I would recommend people doing that if you do it. Um, I would say I have like an ounce of trimmings maybe, uh, it's hard to know because it really wasn't dried out too much. I waited 24 hours, but I didn't let it dry more than that. And you, in case people don't know out there, this is how I did it anyway. And it worked. You can take your trimmings or you can, they said an ounce of trimmings equals uh, a quarter of weed. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what the fucking thing I read said. Um, so either one of those, you take it, you grind it and you spray it out on a pan. You bake it at 240 degrees for like 25 minutes. And that, it's some big fucking word, but it does something to it. And then you take that, you mix it in with your butter. Now you can mix it with water and do it all together. I chose another uh, second strategy where you make a, like a double broiler or whatever the fuck they're called, where I took a metal bowl and put it in a pot of boiling, almost boiling water. And then I melted right. the butter and the, the trimmings together. And when I was making it, it looked like fucking spinach out of a can because it was so much trimmings for how much butter I used. Um, I only used right. a stick and a half of butter, and then uh, I kept that going for two hours. It said anywhere for 30 minutes to three hours. You know, that's how you infuse it, and uh, I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just see how long I can sit here and do it, so I did it for two hours, and then it came out to half a cup of some oily butter, and that's exactly what I needed for my brownie batch. Um, oh, yeah, you got to pour it over some cheesecloth so you can get the weed out of it in case – People don't know. And then I mixed out with my brownie batter, uh, and they turned out pretty fucking dope. So, anyway, it's another awesome Hell thing yeah. I'm going to do. Highly recommend it. So, did you, like, grind it up with your weed grinder? Or? Um, I cut it up with a big fucking butcher knife because I had just had all the uh, sugar leaves already on a, a pan, a cookie sheet. But I, I could see doing it with a grinder. I think that'd be fine. And I added a little bit of uh weed like out of my stash too as well you know i was like fuck it let's add a sprinkling of of weed on t to this just in case um i will say the oil was super fucking green i think it's because the trimmings were fresh maybe uh but i was like yeah. fuck this shit's super green and um the video i saw from doing it with the water it's basically the same process except um you basically are boiling up the the butter the water and the the weed and then you get out, you know, same thing, strain the weed out and then you let it sit and the butter and the water will separate itself. But then it looks kind of fucking gross, you know? So I just thought the way I did it was like a little less gross looking, but I do think that way, the way with water, I think is supposed to be easier. So anyway, right. everyone out there, uh, I recommend, um, you know, growing some weed. I now really want to figure out a way to get a tent to do this indoors, without uh, spending too much money on the whole uh, electricity for the lights and all that stuff. Um, we'll see. You know, we'll see if I if I ever do that. But it is very fun. Um, 
I got a lot of, I shared some shit on Twitter about it. So I got a lot of people hitting me up of like, oh, I grow too, you know, and like they're in states where it's illegal and stuff, but they're like, show me all their setup. So um, shout out all those people. Um, and I, th- I mean, you've grown some too. It, it's just kind of cool at the end. You're like, fuck yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, I had a couple of good plants, but I had some, uh, I made several mistakes too. It was a great learning process. Right. Like, I think next summer, uh, if I do another outside one, it'll be definitely way better. Put a fence up around it to guard it from the dog. That's less Yeah, I think I'm going to try, I'm going to try a few outside next year. Right. And just see how that goes because I don't have the electricity capacity, a good setup indoors. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm really the same way. My idea is I kind of would like to set up something in my attic for the winter because I think, you know, in the summer I think it would be too hot. But I think if I could set something up to grow from now until when I would want to plant some stuff outside, you know, in the spring, that could be cool. But I would really have to – it's a pain in the ass to get up to my attic, so I'd have to, like, figure out if it would really well, be worth it. Well, you could get you – like during the wintertime, you could just get you some autoflowers. The motherfuckers grow on their own cycle no matter what. Right, and then you'd have weed. You'd have weed every six weeks. So, might be something I look into. But again, I'd have to set some of my attic, um, which I think I could do. I think there is some electricity up there. If I just got me a you know a single lot or some shit and a little tent, I don't know. Look into it. Um, what what's been anything happened in your week? I know you've just been quarantined at home, so I'm guessing probably not too much. But I have to ask. Oh, it's been fairly uneventful. I had a Zoom meeting with my daughter's school today. We got some stuff uh, hopefully figured out. So, right on. That'll be good. That'll be good for her. If I can, you know, just teach her the importance of getting on top of your stuff. And I think we're on to it early enough that we can try to kind of curb it a little bit. Had some stuff we needed to get accomplished. Right. And she's totally capable. She just. Not real vocal and trying to work on our communication skills and whatnot, you know. Right. Well, I just um, noticed uh, there's just a lot of fucking kids, you know, and I get this how it is for most people, but we just early I grew up in such a small school. I don't I always forget how big Long Grove was, but I don't think it was that big. But like again, I just knew everyone. And so like each kid kind of seemed to have their own look or personality or something. Whereas in, and again, if I was a kid now, maybe in these schools, I would think they all did. But now I'm like, eight of these kids look fucking identical. Like they're just like, they're all copycats of each other or whatever. Right. Cause there's so many of them. I don't know. Yeah. Eight is definitely a big school, but, uh, this one particular, she goes to being. Oh yeah. That's right. And it's a little bit smaller. Well, long Grove, I graduated with 88 people. It's pretty, I mean, it's not bad. We got two or three A, stuff like that. Yeah, we was three A in some sports, four A in others, Uh, like basketball. Right. I don't don't know how they got that, but it is what it was. Right. Um, Well, let's see. Um, Another fun thing that happened this week is I got Mm. my PlayStation 5 pre-ordered. So... I'll be honest, it was a pain in the ass scenario a little bit. Not for as much as for everyone else. Apparently, most people in the world uh, they had a very hard time ordering both a PlayStation or an Xbox. The Xbox was very hard to order as well. I believe they both have sold out. Um, but there will be some available launch day from, I think, what both people have said. Uh, but anyway, so it went live on Walmart and Best Buy and Amazon and all those places, you know, to pre-order. But I did not have to do that because I signed up through Sony and was like, here's my gamer tag. I think they were like looking up to see if you were a legit gamer or not or some shit. And if so, they sent a link. But they told they sent me an email that was like, hey, on Friday, we're going to open up this link. And this is how you can pre-order your get, you know, your console. And so I was like, oh, this is pretty sweet. And so I just had to kind of be ready on Friday to click that link and then wait in the line until it was my turn to buy it. Now, what was annoying right. was they charged me right then. Now, eventually they uncharged me, but I, to be honest, did not have the amount of money I needed in my account at that moment for a PlayStation, a headset, and a controller charging port. You know, like I was just like, fuck it, I'll get everything I'd want to get. And so I was like, well, shit. So I had to like remove everything except the PlayStation, bought it, um, and then they charged it, and then looks like gave me my money back, and they'll recharge me later. So I have some accessories I need to buy, but I at least got uh, my PlayStation. 
you know, right. which is the big part. So pretty excited. I'm not even looking forward. This is a weird one. I'm not looking forward to any games. You know, normally at a, a game launch, you're like, and then this game's coming out. It'll be so dope. But for me, I just need an upgrade. I have had this since the day the fucking PS4 came out. I think a lot of people that are like huge gamers, they probably got the PlayStation 4 Pro or they upgraded their Xbox Series X or Xbox One X to whatever that new version was. You know, but mine fucking sounds like a jet engine. I just need a new machine. So that's what I'm excited about. Hell yeah. I would, uh, it seems like back in when they would launch new game systems, like you said, they would have one game, they would kind of launch with it. Right. They kind of, and then kind of bundle it together, per se. Yeah, well, now they don't have to because there's always third-party companies, you know, that'll they're trying to put their games out that day anyway. Um, but yeah, you you would think like Sony and Xbox would each have some you know exclusive game for theirs on the day one, and I'm sure they each will have some exclusives. But there's nothing like a fucking Mario or you know something like that. It just seemed like there was always a game that you know came with uh, particular releases, right? Um, I. Xbox, they did do something that might have me getting one eventually. Uh, they bought Bethesda, which is my favorite game studio. So that's who makes Fallout and the Elder Scrolls game, Skyrim and Oblivion. And so Xbox spent a fuckload of money. I think more money on them than any other game studio has been bought for. And it's come out since that they're going to let them run independent. So if they want to put their games on a PlayStation, they can. They don't. They're not just going to be locked to Xbox, which... I understand Xbox is trying to make as much money as they can, but the reason people even buy PlayStations is because they have exclusive games. So I think it's weird, a weird strategy, but we'll see how it goes. Um, but all of those games will be free or included with the Xbox Game Pass when they come out. So like that's a kind of a big deal. I could see the value in getting an Xbox and just getting Game Pass, which is like $5 a month. It's basically, you know, Xbox's Netflix for games. And you get access to all kinds of fucking games. I just think that if I was younger, that's definitely what I would do. I'm just so entrenched in the PlayStation ecosystem at this point that, you know, that's just my shit. Right. But I definitely see the appeal of uh, what Xbox is doing. So we'll see what happens, uh, you know, the next generation, how it all shakes out. Yeah, my son ain't talked about getting a new one yet, so I don't know what they're going to do. Right, I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised he hasn't brought it up because he seemed like a big gamer and he has a job. Seems like that's what I would be doing if I was him. Yeah, so he's on quarantine with me. Yeah, I yeah, uh, he 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 plays games all the time. Right, well, he might like prefer a switch or whatever, you know. Which I heard there's a second switch might be coming out soon. Uh, whenever like um, next year. Him and like, we got Cash a switch and uh, they kind of play it together and we hooked it up. Couple weeks ago, and play a little Mario Kart. Right. So, I did a little gaming, I guess. Well, hell yeah! Uh, I really should not buy any video games, honestly, and I should just commit to like working on this podcast or beats or music or just something more productive. But um, it's just not the way I work, you know. But that has been a thought all week of like, you know, I probably should just not and focus more on other stuff but i think if i did that i would just keep playing my fucking ps4 i mean it's not like i would just quit playing video games right so might as well get some cool new shit i don't know my wife likes to watch her shows and the game my gaming system hooked up on the main tv so i usually just don't play it's like i get a second tv it's the key oh we got one in the bedroom but then i don't know no, I meant like just put a get a second one for your entertainment center in your living room, it's just for games. That's what yeah, I would do. Yeah, ha- I've already got a huge entertainment center, but there's hard to you know play on a little small screen with a sixty inch TV sitting right there. Uh, I don't know. I mean, in our bedroom, I have two TVs. I have like a monitor next to the TV, and I can pull it off, but I'm sitting like really fucking close to it. You know, so that's a little different. Um, but I get what you're saying. So I guess you're gonna have to kick your wife off the off the TV. Just a little, yeah, I know, guess I could lay the law down, if you will. Tell her what's up. Oh, I'm pretty comfortable. I get, I get away with whatever I want to. <laughs> uh, I'm just lucky that Koopy reads so much. So 
Yeah. Uh, she'll get into reading every now and then, but right now she's into watching shit she's already watched before. Yeah, I mean, we're also watching Gilmore Girls. Uh, that got started again this week, so that's how you know fall's approaching in my in my house. Uh, I've been watching Sopranos. I'm in season two. Yeah, someday I'll watch it. it. I just feel like it's probably too old. And I don't know if I can get into it, but... And then I watched some real mob documentaries. I watched Phil, uh, Fear City, and then I watched the one with Michael Franchise. He got to walk away from the mob without being killed or ratting on anybody. But he told the, his story in such a way that he didn't incriminate anybody that wasn't already found guilty and all or got ratted on. You know what I mean? Right. And he was there for the whole Michael Jordan when he went from, you know, he took the split from basketball to baseball. He uh, didn't say 100% sure, but he's pretty sure that's uh, why his dad got killed and that's why he went to baseball because he was told to. You right. know, to get away from uh, betting on the games. Apparently there are a lot of athletes betting on the games and basketball was the easiest one because, you, you know, you could miss your shots easier and make it look easier than a whole football game. Shit like that. And then uh, he had shit on some of the presidents, like JFK. That was the guy that killed Lee Harvey Oswald was definitely mob. So. Yeah. It was, it, was all, it was all good shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know you like the mafia and mob stuff. Um, I love it, man. I love it. I the only thing I've ever got into that it even has that's kind of has to do with that is Boardwalk Empire. Uh, it's on HBO, and I never finished the last season. Um, I watched like when they aired. I mean, it's not like I was watching them streaming it and just quit. But it was really fucking good. So I would I guess recommend Boardwalk Empire if you're watching Sopranos. You probably have, you might have HBO. Um, no, I have all the seasons of Sopranos. I really, oh, it I was see. like. Came out in 99 when I was in college, you know, so just kind of a timeline thing. So I guess I just got into it then. Right. Well, if y'all ever get HBO Max or Go or any of that shit, I recommend Boardwalk Empire. Uh, it's Atlantic City, so it's a little, you know, different, but it's... I know there's good. another mob, uh, I think uh, one about Gotti. I think that's on HBO. There's one on Prime and then there's one on HBO, which I hadn't got to either of those yet. Right. Well, good luck with your all your mafia shit. I also liked Goodfellas a lot. I always thought Goodfellas was a really good movie. I never cared about Godfather, you know. And I think that's why I never care about mafia stuff is because Godfather is kind of slow. I mean, right? It, I agree. It is. Like I said, and then they just didn't finish it off good with number three. One and two were pretty decent, but uh, yeah, Goodfellas it's actually fairly accurate. I think. Right. And I'm sure Kubi will be on next week and we'll talk about more, but we've been watching Pen 15, which is one of the funniest fucking shows I've ever watched on Hulu and uh, Lovecraft Country on HBO, which is fucking awesome. It's like the show of the moment. It's like the shit to be watching right now, week to week, uh, you know, the it show, if you will. So people yeah, just to well, be aware. I, I walked in there last night. She's watching that uh, Secret Life of American Teenage or whatever. Yeah, I've never seen it. I'm not sure. Well, it's, about. it's like this teenage girl gets pregnant, and then you got the religious girl, the one they call the slut, the two mouthy best friends that tell it all the gossip. Hell, but they're all sleeping with everybody. And I'm just like, and then someone comes in, like, what are you watching? I was like, some sex ring. And right. she's like, no, it's not. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's underage people, and even the adults are sleeping with each other's parents, and all the kids are waiting for someone back to turn and sleep with the next person. It's yeah. really fucking weird. I mean, I like I've said this. I'm all against that cuties movie. I think it's kind of gross. But I really wish we would see the same passion amongst the other stuff. Just because they're not wearing slutty clothes don't mean some of these shows don't have some weird shit. I like. I never could really get into because my wife would watch Pretty Little Liars. I think she only watched because it's based on a book. Um but like in the fucking oh, first, watch that one too. yeah, in the first season, the fucking there's a teacher, fucks this student, and then they just act like it's totally cool the whole time. Like, well, it, once they realize that she was a student, I'm like, yeah, but that dude fucked a kid, like, and now we're just like supposed to ignore that part of this whole fucking character flaw. Like, oh, it's okay. He's still around six seasons later. He's our friend. And it's like, 
he had sex with a child. Anyway. Well, you see, the the show I'm watching, the mafia is bad, but when that scenario just come up, one of the coaches was sleeping with one of the girls, and the mob boss found out. Guess who ain't there no more? Right. Now, I mean, justice, justice was served. Yeah, I mean, the problem is that some of those guys would be corrupt or hypocrites, and we're doing the, you know, we do the same thing because that's just what happens with any form of anything as it gets corrupt. Uh, but right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying there there were a few more checks and balances with the mob being present. Right. Yeah. Now the government just does whatever they want. Used to they was held in check a little bit. That's all. I would also, I guess, recommend if you get HBO and you want some more mob stuff, uh, the Deuce has good mob elements, and also the beginning of the porn industry. So those are cool. Two fun uh, overlaps there. So dope Hell show. Yeah. Um. All right. Other things this week. The Supreme Court stuff's been the main thing people have been talking about that I I believe. Uh, so Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, and she was really old Supreme Court justice lady, if people out there are completely unaware. And apparently she done a lot of really uh, good stuff for equality. Uh, you know, a lot of people are really championing her this week. I don't really know much about it, to be real honest. I'm not going to pretend I do. Um, now, what I do know is as soon as she died – my mind went to back when Obama was president, because back then I watched every episode of, you know, the Colbert Report and John Oliver or John Stewart and, you know, just all that stuff. And I was very into it. And I remember very clearly that Obama nominated Merrick Garland, this dude, to be in the Supreme Court. And this was like eight or nine months before the election. And the Republicans came out and were like, this is unheard of. You can't give a just, you know, a new justice within the last year before an election. Everyone knows that. And I remember at the time, just to be fair here, that wasn't true. Like I remember John Stewart or Colbert or somebody pulled it up and it happened a bunch of times. Right. So like that just wasn't true. But at the time, that's what the Republicans were saying because they didn't want Obama's pick uh, to get in. And so now that this is happening, I was like, well, clearly they can't take that back, but they did, right? It's like Mitch McConnell, who's like the most hated man in America. He's the turtle looking guy in the Senate. Um, he's like, his whole thing now is he's going to force through a nominee, um, before Trump is out of office. And even the fact he is verb, you know, quoted verbatim, exact opposite of that position when it was Obama, he just doesn't care because he has no shame. And there's many Republicans doing the same thing. Now, I understand people that like the Republicans or conservatives. They don't care that they're hypocrites. The same way with Democrats don't care that they're hypocrites, you know, in different shit. The same way before when they were like, hey, you shouldn't block Merrick Garland. This is all legit. Now they're like, well, hey, we're going to block this person. You know, like, so they're also on the opposite side. But I think the Republicans are a little more at fault here uh, just because of some of the quotes that have come out around there. So I don't know how familiar you are, familiar you are with any of this, but. Um, that I've been opinion. watching it, and like you're correct, they was all like, "Oh, they was trying to block or did block an Obama candidate so they could get one of their candidates." Right. And now they're trying to push one through. Right. Well, if you so, were if you were confident, like, like if you were Trump, though, it shouldn't matter. You should be like, "Well, I'm going to win anyway." So what's it matter? I was about to say. I mean, well, when he's out of office, so we're going to leave a vacated seat for four years. I mean, that's a, that. That was my first thought. Right. No. Well, I mean, they didn't leave the vacated seat of Obama's. The thing would be if whoever wins, yeah, like whoever wins, then they would get to decide it because that is what Republicans ran on before when it was Hillary versus Trump. Was well, that seat should get to go to whoever wins. You know, they should get to make that decision. But now that it's you know again the roles reversed, they don't see it quite the same way. Now, there's a little more to it that I think is interesting. Of the Democrats kind of fucked themselves because as soon as they got the majority of something, they took away this whole you need 60 votes to approve a judge uh, because of the stonewalling that happened before. Right. So like because of the last time they went and passed this new rule trying to help themselves out. But now it's going to end up helping out the Republicans. So it's kind of all funny. I believe I got all that right. But how I. <laughs> They always pass these things, but it always kind of goes the other way. Um, also, I don't – the person that they've decided to nominate or that Trump's talked about he's going to nominate for Supreme Court is a woman who 
Now, this might all be lies, uh, you know, but it's what's popped up on my Facebook feeds. Uh, she's a member of some Children of Christ church group that believe, you know, women should be subservient to men and that a husband could make the decisions for the wife and stuff like that, right? Which is interesting, but it would be weird for like a Supreme Court justice to, I think, be a member of something where they weren't in a situation like that, you know, so like I think a lot of people are going to have a problem with her because she is so religious, uh, uh, but Trump wants to nominate her because another thing, Republicans always seem or not all of them, some of them seem to really harp on this abortion thing, right? Like they, it's a hot button issue for them. They think it gets on votes, but almost all polling shows that like 70 percent of Americans are fine with like there being safe locations, you know, they don't want it running rampant necessarily, but they don't want to outlaw it completely. And so whenever people like, or a Supreme court justice seat comes up, everyone's all about making abortions completely illegal. Like that's a big fucking topic for some reason, but like the population of America, I don't think really cares as much as politicians think they care, but I don't know. Could be wrong. I don't know. It's it's that like ultimate touchy subject. Right. Right. Uh, I just always in general try to keep like, it's not my business, not my place. Uh, you know, I don't even want to think if I had to make that sort of decision, but if I, you know, was a woman or, you know, was with a woman that had to make that decision, I would much rather there be a safe place to do it. Um, than doing it at a back alley doctor. That's all sketchy. You know what I mean? So I think that has to somewhat play a part in the thought process. (laughs) Uh, oh, and then another thing I heard about it, I heard about this today on a podcast, actually, someone pitched the idea and I was like, fuck, I can just totally see this happening of the Supreme court hasn't always had nine judges. It used to have seven, I guess for like a really long time. And then they voted to add two more and they were like, well, what if the Democrats won the presidency or like, let's say the Republicans push this through and then the Democrats win the presidency, the House and the Senate within the next four years. And then they pass a law to where they get to add two more to make it 11 judges and they add two super liberal judges. And then this other person on the podcast is like, well, what happens when the Republicans just win and add two more and make it 13? And I'm like, fuck, that's totally I can totally see that happening. Like where everyone's just like, oh, yeah, oh, well, hell, I I kind of have a problem with, you know, we always talk about percentages. I, and then, like, there's, like, 300 people governing billions of people. Yeah, I've, I've heard, I saw you post something about that, and I kind of get what you're saying. But what are we going to do, pay fucking 100,000 people to govern us? You can't do that. So, I mean, I get why the number has to be small. Um, but I don't think maybe one president, there might be, should be a... Maybe there should be a Supreme Court as president as well, you know, like a presidential council or some shit. I don't know. Right. Because, yeah. I think that's kind of what it's supposed to be, isn't it? This ain't none of them working together. It's like, oh, if you don't do this and you do this and we're going to screw you over here. And they're like, oh, if you screw us over there, we're going to screw you back here. And it's like, we're not getting anywhere. Right. Like, I think in general, the whole gridlock is what the U.S. government system was designed to do. It was designed to get locked up like this so it's slow, so people can resolve their shit different ways. Um, But I do think it has devolved into, like, I say this all the time, it's like if we just had two football teams or two basketball teams in America, and that was it. Like, people would really fucking care about that one team, you know, like, kind of like the in England, you know, they got those soccer teams, and they, like, there's, like, two of them, and it's, like, a big fucking rivalry thing or whatever, like, it's kind of like that, like, you're a Democrat or you're a Republican for whatever reason, and, like, you just fucking love it, like, even though you see fucking the shit that they do, you're like, it don't matter, as long as it's, if it's my team, it's okay, um, I just hate the other guy so much. Um, and I just, I don't quite get it. Cause I just think like in the Democrats, you know, a lot of people are like, well, the Democrats are awesome, but I will say they don't fucking pass any laws out of the kindness out of their, of their heart. It's all about getting money into districts and pig earing fucking documents and shit that are of laws and p- bills. They want to get passed to do other shit. Like, I just think they played the self-righteous card too much. So that's kind of my problem. I don't see them fixing anything. Right, but when sports te- uh, teams do it, that's my entertainment. <laughs> right. Politicians do it, that's my life. 
Right, but the thing is, I think politics has turned into people's entertainment. Like, I'm, I don't know if you saw there was a, a, a Trump rally at, at this Black Lives Matter rally where these people were yelling white power and shit, you know. And now, so I'm not saying again, I don't think all Trump supporters are racist or white supremacists, but I do think all white supremacists are fans of Trump. I'm not saying Trump like endorses them. I don't fucking know, but like it's a thing that happens. And you know, there's these pictures, and this woman has a dildo on her face that somehow like she's pro Trump, and somehow this is like to fucking piss off the the liberals. Uh, and then you just look at it, it's like, oh, these people fuck like they cheer this like it is a sports like this is entertainment. I mean, my first thought when I seen that picture was like, you're trying to say people that vote for Trump will stick a cock in your mouth. I mean, that was my first thought. It looked dumb as shit to me. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I tried for like ten minutes trying to be like, "What was her point? What was she going for?" It was a black penis, so maybe it's supposed to be something about Obama, but it was on her face. I don't know. I was just like, I don't understand. Yeah, the, I the penis was on your face, right? Um, <laughs> That's what I where my uh, brain yeah, kept I going. I don't understand that one, man. That's and like. Quit showing up to other people's rallies. Let them have their rallies. Fucking, you have yours. That's why they're going to show up at yours. Right. Well, it's kind of like uh, the same way like YouTube uh, will ban people like Alex Jones, right? Like Alex Jones had Infowars and they'll like kick him off YouTube or kick him off Facebook. And they think kicking off someone who these platforms believe are, you know, spreading misinformation or riling people up or whatever their reasoning is for doing it. Uh, they think that's good, but to me, it's way better to just have it all out there. Like, let people hear someone, and they can decide if someone's stupid or not. I don't know. Like, that why do you- be a, that? That should be a presidential slogan. Let's put our cards on the table. Like, I, I shall see why. To me, I don't need Facebook to censor anything for me. You know, and I'm only trying to say the fact checker thing, but that's only I see that that's another hot topic these days of the Facebook fact checking, and you know, conservatives are really mad about it, and they say it's all you know. Democrat bullshit or whatever on Facebook. Now, I will say when I shared the thing about the Wayfair kids being shipped in cabinets, because I thought that was a crazy, you know, link, and I got fact checked and I clicked, hey, why'd this get fact checked? Maybe there's more information. Their fact checking of why it was false is the CEO said this isn't true. And I was like, well, I don't really think that's enough to like tell me this whole article's false just because the CEO declined that they were. Like, I mean, we done no reporting. Like, I don't know. It was weird, right? So I do think some of their fact-checking is uh, not the best. But I, I shared I shared something I thought was interesting, and I someone fact-checked me, and it said it was only half right. I started laughing. Right. Like, so, what the fuck does that mean? It, 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 it made me laugh, you know? I, was like, I didn't even care which half. I just thought it was funny. Right. Um, and, I mean, the really the problem, and we're – victims of it as well is just there's too many fucking news stories half of them are fake half of them are real you don't fucking know it's impossible to to tell <laughs> and i don't do enough research to figure it out um all right what else we have on our list i did see where california passed something where they're gonna go to electric cars only in like 2035 you know it's like 15 years from now but my first thought was like I thought California had like rolling blackouts because they didn't have enough electricity as is. So it seems kind of strange that they're going to go to like all electric cars when they've already had a problem with, you know, electricity. I'm sure what they do, they have to charge a battery type thing. Yeah. So they'll use electricity and sometimes they'll wake up and they won't have a charge on their car. Right. Like I feel like that'll be a problem, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I just, I thought that was a problem. I haven't been to California in fucking 20 something years. So, um, and then I didn't have a blackout when I was there, but I just thought that was something you hear about on the news, you know? And, uh, and now I did a Tesla pass me the other day on this fucking turnpike. And those motherfuckers are very, very fast. Um, and they do look pretty cool. So we have an election. Like, do what? I bet she was like, what the shit? I got passed by a Tesla. Uh, I mean, no, I'm aware that they go zero to 60 faster than any fucking car that exists, I think, on the planet. So I was very aware wow. that they could. Um, I, I was not aware of that. Yeah, I mean, they, they can go faster than they make them, but, like, they're scared people will kill themselves. But, like, I think they go zero to 60 in, like, whatever any sports car would do. Uh, 
Um, and they have like these fucking turbo modes and shit. They're the, definitely the future, but they're expensive. And that's the other thing. I was driving next one like, God damn it, this fucker better not hit me. I can't afford it. Like, if it, they said it was my fault or some shit. Hey, was this Oregon governor really on uh, record saying let it burn instead of trying to take care of these fires? I have no idea. I don't know much about Oregon. I know your family's there. Or you'd had family yeah, there. Yeah, uh, my wife's family, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, but I just, uh, I get, I don't know, I guess somehow we keep up with Oregon news. Right. And uh, it just seems like there's been a lot of bad reports about the way she's been handling everything. Like, saying let the fires burn when they already knew that they were fixing to be a big deal and they could have, like, prevented a bunch of it. Right. Well, I don't, they might not have uh, inmate labor like California to fight them all. You know, those slave labor. I don't know. Oh, is that what they do? In California, they do. That's why I think it's crazy. People fucking love Kamala Harris for Joe Biden's vice president when it's like been proven that she kept inmates in jail who were supposed to already leave and go, you know, be released because she knew they needed them there to be firefighters because fire wildfires were coming up. And so, like, that's like a known thing. And I'm like, how the fuck could anyone say they're like, Pro Black Lives Matter or for prison reform whenever they have a history like that. So, uh, I don't know. That's pretty terrible. <clears throat> People have the picky, uh, you know, memories, I guess, or things that picky morals, maybe is the right word. Uh, again, yeah, I cannot get over how I'm not the one that normally calls sexism, but the longer it goes on, I do feel like Joe Jorgensen is just a victim of sexism and all of this. Like, no one cares because she's a woman. Uh, I you know when Hillary if I, was running. If I wasn't, if I wasn't part of their meme page, I wouldn't even know about her. Right, one hundred percent. Like Hillary Clinton again, it was told to you almost every other day that if you didn't vote for her, then you hated women. And like, there's another woman running, and then people are like, "God, oh, who cares?" Like even Joe Rogan, who I think's pretty cool, he hasn't had her on at all. Uh, all these pro-libertarian people the last presidential election they haven't really backed her so maybe she's pissing some people off i don't know i don't know the full story but i just think it's crazy she gets no love from any media outlets and she's going to be on the ballot in all 50 states so and i think if you are in a state that you know the other party you don't want to win is going to win you might as well vote third party because if they get up to enough percentage of the vote then they can become a legitimate government funded party and then i think any more variety is better you know i just think we have to get out of this whole two party system that sells you you know just a different side of the same coin i think they should just go ahead and give in to the three party but but they're afraid that they'll get the one party's afraid that they'll get teamed up on by the two party right honestly we should have like seven eight non-party like there should be so many like our house of representatives and senate should just be a fucking crazy rainbow of different colored of parties right like it there's there's no way that we all break down into two thought systems and you can even look in the parties they don't even go both ways that's why there's all this hypocrisy they'll be like don't take my guns and then someone's like well don't take my pot and they're like you know both fucking op they like hate each other like there's so many moments like that of y'all believe the same thing if it's just a different subject i don't know I love guns and I love pot, just not at the same time. I mean, I don't see what I guess. I guess I could operate. I could, but I choose not to because if I did, it would be a huge fucking deal. Oh, well, I you know what I need to get into guns. I I guess I don't know enough about legally legally speaking. Right, I know plenty of motherfuckers to be shooting guns drunk as fuck. So I'm yeah, I'm very I don't do that either. I'm very pro. We can treat pot like we treat alcohol. So no, we only go gun shooting when it is very planned. We have all the earplugs and goggles. And we try to be very safe and teach my kids gun safety and all that. Right. So I at least attempt to be safe. Oh, and I did see uh, a video today of a mom who got tased because she refused to wear a mask at one of her kids' like sporting events. I got freaking junior high football game. Yeah, and, and there weren't were, even that many people in the stands. Yeah, and she, she, you're outside. 
I thought like yes. you could, you didn't have to wear a mask outside. When the fuck that happened? The only people that was around her is the people she lived with. Everybody else is more than six feet apart. Except the Except cop. the officer that, that was yeah. in her face. Was he even wearing a mask? I think he was, but I thought it was bullshit that they tased this woman. Just ask her to leave or something. I guess, I don't, maybe they did. I didn't, I don't really quite well, remember I seen her refuse, I didn't click on the volume because. Right, same, because I was at work. People were talking at the time, or I don't know. Right. Yeah, there's definitely, uh, that's definitely a big thing about watching videos. I've definitely appreciated videos that put subtitles so that if I'm at a moment at work where someone's talking to me and I can't put my headphones in to listen, that I can at least read what the person's saying in the video. I think that goes a long way. Um, right. And there's plenty of times where I'm like, ah, oh, I need to go back and listen to this. Or someone has a song come out. And then like four hours later, I finally put my headphones in and I'm like, what was I going to listen to? You know, so. I was watching this video one time and I thought this motherfucker got cheap shotted. And then turned on the volume and he deserved to get cheap shotted. So, I mean, I was like, oops, my bad. Because I made a comment and she was like, what are you talking about? And then I listened to it and I'm like, oh, shit, my bad. Right. Oh, hey, Alicia, you, you realized your mistake. Oh, man. And I felt like an idiot. I was like, damn, now I look like something I'm not. Fuck this. All right. I don't really have much else here. Um, I don't really have any plans now that we're on episode 200. You know, last time on 100, I was like, I'm going to change up the podcast and add these cool sound effects and these little tags. But I quickly gave up on that because it wasn't worth it. I didn't feel like. Um, but I don't really have any plans like that myself. Uh, do you have any ideas of anything we need to change up? Oh, I was talking about maybe, uh, we could bring back top five or something. Yeah, we could do it. If we could come with some good list ideas, um, I'm down. You know, I just never have anything. I don't ever feel inspired, you know, by like, let's do top five, whatever. But if I, if we have ideas. We do top five like every couple weeks or something. Right. I mean, we should have to have stuff to to rank top fives of. Um, I do think we talk better now about just random shit than back when we did top fives. So, like, the reason we did them was because it had we needed something to take up a good thirty minutes. Um, where yeah, I think that's true. Now uh, we can just be like shoot the shit for a while. Um, I do want to keep the music podcast going. I need to record another one kind of soon, I guess, because I have some songs coming out on October 9th, and I like to release a music podcast on the days I release music, but I don't know if I'll be able to get enough songs by then. So we'll see. Right. But hopefully you'll be out of quarantine. Um, uh, I'll be out of quarantine uh, Saturday. It's a, Oh, hell yeah. You know, I, I go back to work Sunday. Well, I will say I got to complain about your work. Um, the only thing, and this happens to me, it's happened to me four times now this year of them not giving me the extra ranch I paid for. And there ain't nothing more fucking annoying than a fucking restaurant charging you money for dipping sauce and then not giving it to you. So shit fucking pisses me off so much. Yeah. I'll work on that when I get back. Yeah. So I did see your issue, uh, you know, <laughs> what you mentioned last week when I, when I was there, but, uh, Besides the besides the ranch, it wasn't wasn't a horrible experience. I was just like, God damn it! And it was one of those they made me pull forward and then just like handed me my food, or else I would have been like, Hey, where the fuck's my ranch? So yeah, I was all pressured and it was rushed and fuckers. Anyway, uh, you got anything else we need to talk about? Uh, how do you feel about pre-approved questions? I don't understand what like you, mean. you know. Okay, important inter people, important people. When they get interviewed, they give them a list of questions they can and cannot ask. Right. But like us working class, don't get the same. We get put on the spot a lot. By who? Like say at work or something. Someone asks you a question, you have to like come up with an answer whether you want to answer it or not. You know. Right, but you're referring to like famous people that are doing interviews, right? Yeah. Well, those are pretty two different scenarios. I mean, you don't have to answer any question to a coworker about dumb shit if you don't want to. Well, I guess not, but... You just got to tell them, well, that's on my list of questions I don't answer. At work. <laughs> <laughs> just roll it that way. I just was like... Because I, I was uh, reading something where people were leaving interviews because they got off script. And I know thousands of people have done it, but I just didn't know how you felt about it. 
Right. I mean, I'm aware of it because I, I like late night shows a lot. So I'm aware that they, you know, there's rules like that. And I listen to Bill Simmons who interviewed Obama for, I don't know, some magazine. And he was talking about how there was a whole list of stuff he wasn't allowed to bring up so that it can keep it towards basketball or whatever. So I know those things happen. Um, and I also, I try to put myself in their position as well of like, if I was given an interview, if I don't want to answer something, I wouldn't either. So I don't see why we expect uh, a rich... Oh, I, was, I was just curious. I right. was... I know, I'm just saying, like, a lot of people like to think just because a celebrity is famous or rich or whatever, that that means the public should have all access to their life and get to know whatever they want. But I just don't necessarily agree with that. Now, maybe that's because I'm like, maybe someday I'll make a beat so cool that people would want to care about me and I would be like, God damn it, do not care about me. So maybe that's like, I just come with that angle. Um, but kind of like when I, I remember when all the celebrities nudes got hacked and then people were like, well, it's okay. Cause they're celebrities. I'm like, yeah, but if that was like your sister or something, you wouldn't be cool with that shit. So right. it's weird that people are like, it's okay. They're celebrities. It's, it's fine. I'm like, I mean, I guess I get it. Cause they make a lot of money. And so people are like, well, you you got to listen to us bitch about you because you're rich. But if I was in that position, I'd be like, God damn it. Shut the fuck up. Hell yeah. I think I'd be a hermit if I was a celebrity. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, pull a Rick Moranis or whatever. Fucking, it'd be like fucking DoorDash and Amazon, I guess. Right. Uh, I know Brad Sturex, you mentioned DoorDash. I think he's dashing these days. Uh, he left the job that he hated, which I think there's a lot to be said about leaving a job you hate. You know, if you fucking are miserable every day and if you can get something else, go for it. But I know at the moment he's door dashing. So I don't know if he's listening to this on his door dashing. He should be. But. Um, well, hell, he like to send me his address. I got some DoorDash delivery bags and cool <laughs> shit that I acquired over my delivery someone was asking me about it and i know i should have known because you talked about it a lot but it was you only got paid tips right uh, that is correct tips and mileage and mileage okay i actually said i said i think there might be some sort of gas or mile thing built in i go but i think it's mainly tips and the guys i worked with are like there's no way and i'm like i'm pretty sure at <laughs> uh- yeah, it's absolutely 100% correct. Like, okay, the way DoorDash works, it pops up an order, and it tells you how much you're going to get paid for that order, and it's got the tip, and you basically get like two ninety nine for ones in town that go within like four miles. Right. Basically, you're going to get two ninety nine from DoorDash as mileage for that order, and then whatever the customer tips you. So you could take this order and just make $2.99. Right, but you could get a tip. Yes. When I was doing Texoma, we would go way outside of town, like 13 miles one way. So it would be like 26 miles. So basically, anything over 10 miles, they pay you like 50 cents a mile. So that would be like, if you went out there 13 miles, it was roughly like you get paid 13 bucks, you know? Right. Basically a dollar a mile one way. And then, but those people that live way out there, they've never had delivery before, so they're just fistfuls of, sometimes they'll hand you cash, but if they do, that's cool, because you don't have to report that, well, technically, but. Right. And uh, they'll tip you like 15 bucks, so you just made $28 for taking one order. You know what I mean? Right. So I was averaging about $14 an hour. Yeah, I told my coworkers that I thought you did pretty well, but then the market got flooded in a way and uh it kind of negated it a little bit but i didn't know how it was now right um yeah they hire a lot of drivers on doordash there's really no background checks or nothing they'll just hire anybody if you apply like i could still log on and dash now in texoma they do a little more you're supposed to have driving experience but you had slow nights where you'd bring in like 30 bucks and then i had days where i was bringing 120 160 in it really averages out to about 14 bucks an hour, 12 to 14 dollars an hour. That 18 dollar an hour bullshit, that's rare. Right. I mean, but yeah, I would say, you know, between 10 and 14, closer to 14. Well, that's I, about the average. I've heard but, Instacart uh, yeah, pays a little better, but it's the grocery the what? Sh- the Instacart grocery shopping. 
Right. But yeah, but then the only place to do it is Aldi's and you got to remember to have your own bags and, or yeah. you got to buy bags or. Yeah. I've never been to Aldi's. I'm not familiar. I did, I did, I did one of those. I went and shopped one time and then I didn't have any bags. And I was like, crap. <laughs> I remember going but to I had save it. a lot as a kid. I'm sure y'all had one in Ardmore maybe. Right. Um, but we, I remember going to save a lot and, you know, growing up kind of a little poor, you know, like again, by the time I graduated high school, we were middle class, but my mom always was like, no, no, we're going to live like we ain't got shit um, to a certain extent. So we would go to save a lot and get just like bukus and bukus of food and like frozen food, but it was like all this off brand cheap shit. So, I mean, as y'all can probably tell out there, listeners, uh, a name like save a lot isn't a good grocery store name, but they would have shit like mountain yellow, like, and shit like that instead of Mountain Dew. And they it had, had like, like it had like knockoff great value brands. Like great value was above the save a lot brands. Exactly. And I remember though, that's where I bought a cordon blue, which was is like a fucking fancy hot pocket. In a way, it's like the breaded chicken with cheese and ham in the middle. But for whatever reason, they were really cheap at Save a Lot in these frozen sections. So my mom would buy them and you could cook them in the oven and they were so good. And uh, we got all kinds of a lot of frozen food was my basically my memory from Save a Lot. Like a lot of the banquet fried chicken, you know, like the ninety nine cent fucking TV dinner fried chicken dinners or whatever. Um, just a lot of food like that. And then at the end, they didn't. They also charged for bags, or they had old boxes that the food got delivered in. They stacked it by the door with a counter, and you could box your own groceries in those boxes so you'd always come home with like boxes of food as opposed to bags of food from save a lot and it, it was always weird it was like uh embarrassing and like i hated it but also i was like but this isn't bad food you know we'll take it <laughs> right i mean it was edible i mean right. we did the same thing but when we go my mom would just look at the thing and she just grabbed the boxes that you know she'd grab like a whole box of beans or corn or oh, green beans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we had, a, you know, like four f- kids, a grandma living there. So there's like seven, seven, eight people in the house almost. And then like when they had sales on milk and they'd say limit two gallons, each of us four kids would have two gallons of milk go through the line along with her. And then we, we had two big deep freezes in the back. So when we got home, she would put two gallons in the fridge and then freeze the rest of it. And then when one gallon got depleted, she would take one of the frozen ones out. And by the time you got there, it'd be unfrozen most of the time. Yeah, it was different with just uh, me, my mom, and my dad. I mean, we had the food, but yeah, it did not run out like that. Oh, basically, when they had uh, back when they had rodeo hot dogs, those were still the best hot dogs, in my opinion. I, uh, I fucking uh, love these Nathan hot dogs, man. I really, I think they're the best ever. Nate, oh Nathan's, yeah. Oh well, yeah. If you got a high dollar hot dog, hell yeah, Nathan's are great. Right. But I was just talking about for the poor man, rodeo was the shit. Right. I mean, is I remember bar it. Yeah, bar, I don't S like bar is, S. See, I love bar S bologna. Like right now, if you're like, what bologna do you want? I'm like, bar S bologna is the best. Uh, but I don't remember their hot dogs being particularly good. I remember Ballpark Frank's being the rich kids' hot dogs. Like when you go to a rich friend's house, they would have those Ballpark Frank's in the little uh, sleeve that you would microwave them in and it would plump them up perfectly or whatever. I'd always be very oh, jealous. These had the rodeo. They were a little bit smaller because they come 10 to a package. Oh, right, of course. So you always had two extra hot dogs more than you had hot dog buns. Man, I know it's random, but... Uh, I'm glad you mentioned this. I was explaining to Coopy like a year ago. I was like, as a kid, there were always two extra hot dogs. And I was like, when did they change? And I kept asking her. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And that must it be It wasn't. It was the brand. I see. It makes total sense now. Yes. And rodeo, I mean, they were like good to eat. But these bar S, they just have like an aftertaste. And then my wife gets these Oscar Mayer beef hot dogs because she was just getting a regular, you know, whatever hot dogs. And Cash didn't like them, so she switched to the all-beef hot dogs, and he gobbles them up. But I think they taste a little different. I guess I grew up on trash hot dogs. Right. I say, I, I do the Nathan hot dogs myself. Um, they are expensive, but 
they're worth it to me. I'm like, holy fuck. To me, a normal hot dogs like a bar s or uh, a whatever you know that isn't that is kind of more cheap. It just doesn't have much flavor. You know, you flavor it with your ketchup, your mustard, whatever you put on it. You know, I do chili and cheese myself. Whereas in the Nathan hot dogs, you can eat just a hot dog. And you're like, this tastes good. Like this is hell a- yeah. And so that's where I think I'm really like real. Like impressed. I also used to love those fucking uh, cheese infused summer sausages when I was a teenager. My dad would get those and we'd throw them in the microwave. You gotta get the right one though, because you get the wrong one and the cheese just don't go right with the particular meat. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about like, uh, are you talking about the the plastic wrapped things? Mm, I don't know. Just like some brands, the it's just not as good as the others. Like I, I think I like Johnsonville on that. Yeah, I I would agree. I would agree. Um, and then I'm super snobby when it comes to lunch meat these days. Like growing up, my mom would just buy you know Oscar Mayer lunch meat or whatever you know whatever the fuck it was there where it's like in the plastic sheath you know or like you open it and it's like you know the plastic's the shape of the the meat and all the ham was square. And, um, you know, like it was all like these shapes and shit. And growing up to me, that was lunch meat. And I used to just fucking eat it right out of the package. But now I go to the deli section. I'm like, I need a pound of, you know, whatever I'm feeling that day cut for me at a one. You know, I want some thin, good lunch. And so when I make sandwiches now, I'm like, these are so much better quality than the sandwiches I ate growing up. I think about it. Oh, I know. I'm like, I eat fucking trash, some fucking slimy ass cooked ham is what it would say. But it was like. And I'll be excited uh, about getting to the dark parts that were like the tougher parts of ham. <laughs> oh, you're you're talking about chopped ham, sir. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> it is called chopped ham. Yeah, but they have the cooked flavor. Yeah, the cooked smoked and all that. But yeah, I agree with you. I like going to the deli and getting the deli meat sliced out of fucking one. Yep. Yep. I don't even know why they have the other options. Um, Kubi got mad at me this last week. Not mad, mad, but. Uh, I, I like getting the cracked pepper turkey breast and there's two types, I guess. And I always get this one type where they have this new worker. He's a really nice guy, right? Like he's very helpful, which is rare in the deli meat selection section at a Walmart because those people hate their life. And so he's real nice. And he told me two weeks ago, he goes, I don't like, he goes, I think you would like this other brand. It's a lot more flavorful. And I was like, maybe next week. I was like, you know, I know this might, I had my mind on a day. So so I'm getting maybe next week. So then this last week I got what he recommended and the fucking, it's so like, uh, narrow like it looks like beef jerky. it's like as wide as beef jerky so like when kubi's making the sandwiches she has to put like three slices to get what it would be one slice it sounds like you got some turkey pastrami right exactly yeah it's like real it was like that is the width it is but it's not it's the cracked pepper turkey they i think i just got a shitty end of it or something before it got big i don't know because so. we got the pastri- we got the pastrami one time and it had all that black cracked pepper on the outside of it yeah yeah i know it, which was, one you're cut, talking it about. was cut exactly like you're you're, you're describing here hey, that's the first thing that came to mind well i know which one you're talking about because i've gotten that for koopy before but it is a different one uh the one you're talking about is okay. very uniform it's like perfect rectangles this is like right this would be like if you were slicing up your leftover turkey after thanksgiving okay. like it's just random fucking shapes and uh it just right. isn't easy to make a sandwich with so koopy all week's been all pissed i bought it so i was like, <laughs> I was like my bad man they used to have this stuff called honeysuckle turkey and it was fucking delicious um the other thing the guy recommends some cajun chicken and then he recommends some garlic chicken i tried the garlic one and it was pretty good so i might i might try a few new ones i just never like ham i've Growing up, I ate so much ham that I just am, like, over it. I'm like, I could eat anything else but ham for a sandwich. I uh, just uh, learned, I guess I don't like Black Forest ham at all. Uh, I I mean, that's the only ham I'll eat, to be honest. But I don't know. I guess it's just too dark for me. I don't know. It's got a twang or something. Uh, I mean, have you had some old old Black Forest ham? I I I don't hate it, but, I mean, I can't judge. I'm picky on some shit. But, all right, man, uh, we got all of our food talking, so that's good. You got anything else before we close this one out? Nah. All right. I don't guess, though. I don't really have anything. I don't know who I'm going to have on the next episode. I might try to get Skinny over here. Uh, I've been riding LV, who's in jail, and I could see Skinny. He's been arrested a bunch. I've been arrested a bunch. Maybe we'll just do some arrest stories or some shit. I don't know. Um, I don't really have plans yet, but I'll figure it out. 
All right, dude. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.